0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Home Care and Assisted Living Business Series podcast. Um, we're going to do something a little different today. I haven't posted in a while. Um, I'm going to share some um, uh, uh, um, some intimacy today, a little backstory, um, show my underbelly a little bit so you guys can know who you're dealing with, who you're listening to, who you're checking with. So um, what I'm going to share with you guys today is a, as a, as a snippet Um of uh, the book that I'm currently publishing, um the some of the audio from the uh, ghostwriting process. So I'm gonna share that with you guys. Um hope you enjoy it. Um feel free to share it. Reach out to me, comment, um however, and let me know how what you guys think about it and we'll uh catch you on the next one. Peace.
1: Okay, okay good. Yeah. i forgot to record so i had to do the record button okay all right so um did you hear what i said before yep mm-hmm. okay so that is the the way i'm gonna introduce this one i think just kind of bringing in the idea and so when you think about blind vision it's more about a, it's more about the process of building confidence and what you see and because you don't exactly see how you know, things will work out like with a new business or with a, um, this idea you have, like, wow, we could really do something, maximize this or get some value out of this. Right. So yeah. you kind of just kind of stabbing in the dark. That's why I say blind, but
0: mm-hmm. it really is a
1: vision part. So I'll pick your brain on. Let's just get a definition from you about your confidence level, but it's not only your confidence level that we're going to be talking about in this one. We're going to be talking about because you started with Dell, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Is Dell the one you're with now?
2: No. Okay. So we got a whole chapter on divorce and all that stuff we got to oh. deal with. Yeah. Okay. Towards the- yeah.
1: All right. So let's just try to think back on. Huh... Um, Let's talk about your confidence level first with going into this. I know you were hyped, you know, you sound like you were hyped and saying, mm-hmm. um, wow, this is we're gonna do this thing. So what was were, were there any um, fears that you had going um, in?
2: Yeah, there's always a certain level of fear, but alongside that fear, there's this excitement. You know when you start a new venture, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a, a it's an early momentum that begins that usually lasts and 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 pushes you through like the first few challenges, and it kind of helps you get past those fears. And um, <clears throat> I can remember like the fit fe- the 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 when it really accumulated and just kind of like when the fears kind of like came to a you know like. We were really faced with our first major um, obstacle. It was during our first consultation. So Dale was, she was a, she's an expert in uh-huh. the home care field, and I know you know you you say, "What's the? How can there somebody be an expert in home care?" But like she is like everything to these families. Like she goes in and she makes she builds relationships. You know, and she takes very good care of the family members. Her language with the family, like when, when she interacts with the patient um, is very loving and nurturing, so the families really fall in love with her once they meet her. but that's that side of the business mm-hmm. that's only one side. so then you have the business side when now we got to talk about the money, the contracts the uh you know, the expectations, the, um, the liability, and those things she had no clue about because she forever was, you know, only a caregiver. And when you're working at a job, you know, the company don't tell you what you don't need to know. So you never mm-hmm. have this information if you, unless you're on this side of the, you know, on this side of the uh, curtain. And now right. we were there. And I could remember me and her sitting in the car for our first consultation. Like we were both like scared to go in, um, cause I thought we were we were squared away. We had the documentations, we had you know our our stuff together, but this was our first client, like our first official client. This wasn't somebody she had knew prior to. Mm-hmm. This was somebody that we, I generated through my marketing, and they called our number, and now we had a a, a, a what we use what we do is a free in home consultations, mm-hmm. and we sat in the car like 10 minutes like before we mm-hmm. even, we had to muster up the courage to like, she's like, I don't want to go in here. I was
1: like, I don't need,
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, we can't leave. We can, you know what you want. <laughs> yes, yeah. So then, I mean, look at all the work we didn't, you know, put in. We didn't bought LLCs, we had insurance, we had bonds, you mm-hmm. know, we'd have got licenses. So it's like, we had logos, websites, we was ready. But it was like now, like I was mentioning in the prior chapter, it's when it comes to that you know engaging the public, you know meeting new people in the field is when you know you really get tested, and we we went in, you know, we eventually got out the car, got our stuff together, got out the car, I was sweating, like I was like seriously nervous <laughs> like, and, I, and like I was telling you it's, it doesn't translate like the street courage and, mm-hmm. you know, bravado and all of that. It don't mm-hmm. translate. You know, I, we mm-hmm. were scared to go in here and talk to these little black old black ladies.
0: And that's oh, all no. it was.
2: It was just like, <laughs> the mom was old. The daughter was old, you know, and, uh, and as soon as we walked in the door, it felt like I was in like a, my aunt's or my grandmother's kitchen. And it was warm. It was open. It was just nothing. All of these thoughts that I had in my head, it was nothing Mm -hmm. like... It was Mm -hmm. like they couldn't, you know, uh, Dale had clicked with them immediately. You know, they were black. We started talking, and it was just a great meeting. Uh, We actually felt comfortable enough to tell them this was our first, you know, private client. They embraced us. They would do... You know, they were excited about it, and you know, would We're we're happy to be working with us Um, Mm -hmm. because we were, you know, we still had references from her actual work. So. Mm -hmm. uh, So that was like a a moment where we both um, dealt with that fear and um, that excitement. And it is accumulated to, you know, our first actual uh, consultation. And and we got the first we got that client um, and we hired our first caregiver put our first caregiver on that case. And um, mm-hmm. that was our first, first official uh, client that we were working and we were getting an invoice for every week. And uh, from there, you know, the confidence builds, the challenges build, but the confidence builds and you keep on going. And um, I mean, just to be getting that invoice every week uh, from, from doing work, I mean, from not doing anything, it's like, you know, you start to see like, wow, this is how you really get rich. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got other people working for you while you're doing something else, <laughs> you know, and yeah. um, more opportunities like that. And that was it. Once I figured that out, once I, you know, figured out how to get the clients, you know, how to get them to call our number. You know, my, my main focus is always I got to keep the phone ringing. I got to keep the phone ringing. As long as the mm-hmm. phone is ringing, we're going to be good. Uh, so. Yeah. And that was it. And, um, we were off to the races at that point.
1: I think it's, I think we talk about it in another of your chapters. I can't remember about, I'm trying to think what you just said that I caught. It was, Mm -hmm. um, you said you, once you about making the money, but it's, um, there's the piece before that, that stuck in my head. Let me see. It was, um, So, you got the client, Mm -hmm. and then you said um, that you saw how people get rich off of it.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, like
1: there's nothing. So, what I wanted to point out was, because I want to put this in this first section Mm -hmm. of the chapter, like, doing what you do. So, Dell, she was good at caregiving, like, having that relationship with the uh, patients and their families. and families, And then you were more on the business side of it. Correct. And the piece that I want to put in here is, I'm trying not to lose it because there, there's a few of them, Okay. but there was um, the nervousness that you felt for even going inside to like, meet these people. And then once you get in there, you feel like, oh, wow, this was not, what were we nervous hey, about? These are good. Nervous yeah. About <laughs> and I think that piece is what um, we all get caught up in once in a while. Absolutely. Um, you know, like when, especially when you're doing something this big and new, and you know you're doing it on your own, and,
2: and you're doing
1: it in a way that it
2: it it's it's your it's it's like it's do or die. Cause we had yeah. no, I didn't have a job. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She didn't have a job, so mm-hmm. we had to make it work. So it was scary because we had to do it, and it was like we didn't have no. You know, we burned the ships behind us, as they say. You so know there I mean? was
1: no, yeah, there was no plan B, right? Like yeah. already made up?
2: Yeah. Nope.
1: Okay. So yeah, that's, a, that's good. I mean, I'm just trying to capture that, that mm-hmm. moment, um, because fear will do that though. Fear is, is just something to make you alert, I think, but it's, um, it seems so real in the moment, like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. And I'm trying to imagine you, and I don't know you very well, mm-hmm. But you know, just on the phone, I'm saying, but as a person, what I perceive is oh, there's this cool guy, he's got um, he's not nervous, you know, he's yeah, he could you can confront people and tell them what you're thinking about or present something to them, yeah, right. So when you when you tell me, oh no, I was sweating bullets, man, that was oh, my, that was I don't know. it was a whole
2: nother <laughs> person at that point, and
1: yeah, even, so, even though we
2: had. And the funny thing about it, we had had, I had, uh, me personally had already had success in real estate. So I was already doing deals. I was, I had exactly. already done money before, but it was just this new thing. And it just, again, these same, you know, fears and stuff. It's just, like you said, blind vision, you know, just going into the unknown. It was an unknown for me.
1: Yes. yes. You know, that's what, that's what I like about it because it makes it really real because we all do that. Like when we're starting, if we are starting something new, and I think that's what makes um, people not start something new sometimes too, because of they're excited and they're fearful and then they just freeze, you know, like, Oh no, I can't do that next step. (laughs) You know? So that's what I was trying to capture in there on her side. um, I want to hit both of you. Like what what do you feel? Like though she was um you said she was an expert in the field. Um do you were you familiar with what her nervousness was about? Like it was, oh it it's was just another it, family, you know, just but, go and talk to them and
2: it again, it was just the business part. You know, I had never done this type of had anybody sign a contract or commit to us in this way for this service. You know, we never, we've never offered this service ourselves, ourselves mm-hmm. as a company. Like mm-hmm. we're a company now, you know, we're, we're representing an a organization. We're going in here saying we're just carrying hands, home health services, opposed to her going in there as a franchise that she's worked for somebody else that gives you confidence. Cause you know, you had this whole big old brand back at the office who's going to support you
1: mm-hmm. when it's just
2: me and her, it was just me, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Like, you know, can we
2: can we do this? Can yeah, we really yes. looking yeah. at me? Well, you ain't never did no, you don't even know what to do as far as care. So yeah. like we just it was just us. So we had to, you know, kind of muster that courage together and um, step out on confidence and um you know we we made it work. Uh and we got declined, yeah. But her anxiety was probably no different than mine, just going in there. From the business perspective, but well, we knew we had like created a a a, 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 a a a system that worked when she goes in. Now she 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 tells her story. She was began to like we would we kind of created it like a uh, not a script or anything, but like uh, um the word like a program for when she go in. She go in, she'll mm-hmm. tell her story. And then she'll instantly go into like the, the, the patient that they need care, that like, that, that need, needs mm-hmm. the care. And mm-hmm. she would like really like laser focus in on them, on that person. So the family would hear who she was, learn who she was, how we got to this point in the business. But then also, then immediately after, she would just go into like, you know, really trying to find out what they need, what they need as a family to make this person's life. You know, and their lives more better by you know helping them with bringing us home care. You know what would this this what would the uh, patient need and what would the family expecting and what were they needing as far as time and hours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it just worked over and over again. Because I didn't. That was the last consultation I went to. Like after that, like that was it. She didn't need me. Um,
1: yeah,
2: she was good. And then she was like batting a hundred, like, every time. She, every, the goal, if we could get her in the house, we had a new client. It was never a client that told her no, if we got into the house. Like, it might be hard to get get into the house, like, to get that consultation, oh, we still Mm want to talk to the family, we we calling around, we shopping around, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. If she got in the house, we knew we had a client, a new client.
1: Because of the way, the procedure she had
2: to do it. Yeah, yeah, the format that had, like, go in there, tell your backstory. Cause then her backstory was so awesome that she'd been doing it since she'd been 15. Mm-hmm. You know, she had did it like in the school program, you know, they let them go work at the nursing homes and all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So she had been doing it for so long that it was second nature to her. So, uh, it just really built confidence in the families and, you know, everybody good. loved.
1: it. Oh. No, that's really good. I think that's a very important piece because I was making a note on, the preparation period, like that you do beforehand, like when you're doing what you do and you know you do something well, and, but when you're faced with doing it in a new environment, in a new way, then you get this, you know, it's still, there's this hesitation of fear and and, and, am I gonna do it right? Am I gonna Mm -hmm. do it exactly? And just being a nurse, I can understand that there's a lot of things, especially being in critical care for so long that you question. Even if it's, even if you've done it over and over again, here we are getting ready to do this thing, you you know, (laughs) and you have to make sure you're bracing yourself to do everything right. Um, So then uh, I can imagine once you get through that, then that's cool. Like you find out, oh, these people, and I had to learn that too. Like people are people and I found out what people really want. So Whereas another nurse couldn't go in the room and do something and deal with the family. and say, like, Oh, they're so difficult. They're so this, and they're yeah. gone. They're like, Oh, we just give the patient to Tanya because you seem to get along with the family. That's fine. You don't have any problems with them. I'm like, cause you don't <laughs> go in the way you going in, <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> you know, okay. you got to figure out what people, you got to yeah. be aware of who people that's, are.
2: That's um, def- uh, important.
1: You, you uh, definitely do yeah,
2: people's, um, because everybody has different personalities. You gotta be able to read personalities very quick, see who's, you know. And then one thing we always notice is that there's there there all, there can all there's most of the time there's one like quote unquote agitator in the in this in the program. Like it's it may maybe an aunt, it might mm-hmm. be a son, it might be mm-hmm. a daughter, it might be the, the patient himself, but it's gonna be somebody. Exactly. And I, always her, I always tell her it's no and it's usually the client that we make the most money off of. Mm-hmm. These are simple are the easy going ones and then the ones that we make the least money on they're the most difficult
1: are always, yep.
2: <laughs> so it's like but I used to remind her of like there's no such thing as a free lunch it's not it's always going to be an issue with every client we just mm-hmm. got to figure out what that issue is or what those issues are be prepared for them and address them with like um, you know and stop um, and don't take it personal and that's another thing you got to yeah. learn early you got to learn early and any profession, any career, that what you do isn't who you are. You know what I mean? Like what your career is doesn't have to do with who you are as a person. And what you do professionally and how people judge you professionally in the business realm, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't change who you are as a person. And if you get those things wrapped around each other, you're going to be taking everything personal. Like, Recently, I don't know. I don't want to go too far off, but recently mm-hmm. we lost a we lost an opportunity just recently, and it was because the 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 daughter was very, you know, she was just very no no the mom to a paraplegic was mm-hmm. very very like uh combative and you know offensive almost to my um, nurse mm-hmm. and uh my nurse was like you know she's like I don't want to deal with this lady and um. Uh, mm-hmm. But she was taking it personal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't take it... She, like, she was fuming like cussing, Like, you know, she wasn't... Yeah. But to me, she was like... Ugh. And I'm like, you took this, you're taking this way too personal. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you can't let, you know, what happens in the business realm affect who you are personally. And that's just because, you know, you just have to develop confidence and self-esteem. <laughs> you know, that has a lot to do with how you it's, came it's, up. Stuff like exact, that.
1: Exactly. So, it's, it's not a... You know, there, business is very... Open very different than, uh, I mean, there's been plenty of times I probably could have said something to people, but it wasn't even, they were hurting worse than, you know, they were already hurting. So to to retaliate in the same way that they're doing is like, it's not, I already know what's going on, you know. Um, so you just have to look at it like that. And so the other question I was going to have for you um, in that context, which I think This is the part I would say we might talk about, I think we're talking about in one of your other chapters when you start talking about employees and training them, Mm -hmm. like being prepared beforehand to say, hey, this is how you do customer service. This is how you, because if you want to keep client, you got to, you know, like you said, you can't, you got to get your feelings out. So what if someone call you out your name because they're in pain or they're upset or they're having a bad day and they're just taking it out on you? You know, so you have to be like, I still have to do customer service in spite of all this. Yeah, and then let that let that person get to the point where they're maybe apologizing to you, or maybe because some people have done that to like to me. Even people come in who are, you know, they're strung out on something or whatever, and they call me, hey, you get over here and do this or do that, or even in the opposite direction, being overly um aggressive in a way, like touch, trying to touch me a certain way, you know, or something. And
0: mm-hmm. it's like,
1: no, you can't, you know, this is not what we're doing here. You know, I can be mm-hmm. very firm and say what I'm going to say. I'm going to wait till you calm down, and then when you calm down, I will come back, you know, yeah. and let them have their space for a minute. And then usually sometimes they'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that, you know, but this is hurting me, or this is what's going on. I'm mad because this happened. It's like, okay, but now we're dealing with this. Let's focus on one thing. And then you're able to Keep the relationship going. But so, the, uh, so that- about,
2: uh, uh, so when it came to like the, the caregivers, I kind of, you know, let her, I said, I just want you to train them, take them into the family's homes and watch them, you know, let them watch you. And then you just point out the things that you feel are, are important. So we could basically just clone you you know, and train this, train the caregivers to your standard. And then when she would, uh, um, I remember her saying it. that when she would, uh, when families would get to that point or patients or whatever, she would always, because of her, her, her training with Alzheimer's and stuff like that. She said, you just got to reach reapproach people. You, you stop, you know, you, you walk away from the situation and you just reapproach in a different way. Cause that way obviously didn't work. And, uh, you let them calm down and things like that. So that was how we how we managed to deal with that. You know, we trained caregivers to do that and um that's how we trained overall was just to shadow her and to make as many, you know, try to make caregivers operate based on her principles from from the last you know, from the 15 years that she had 15 plus years that she had under her belt and that's where we went took our training. We had like some general stuff This is industry stuff, but then it was just some stuff that only she could, you know, kind of pass along and um, give to the other caregivers. So that's how that's kind of like how we train the caregivers. And when it came to like customer service, customer satisfaction, like I said, it's always um, this important to. Not get personal, not let not, not not take anything personal, but always to, you know, keep the lines of communication open and um, allow them to vent and ask them, you know, how how are things? Because a lot of times families won't say anything. They'll just, you know, if you don't fix it, they're mm-hmm. gone. Exactly. But if You don't know what's wrong. You know what I mean? They're right. going to be gone. And you just lost a client. You don't know. So you 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 all you always have to be constantly reaching out to the families and asking how are services, some are, you know, how are things going? How do you feel about everything? Is the, is your, is the, uh, is the, how's the caregiver, is the caregiver a good fit? And, um, these are some are things you have to continually, continue, continually to ask family yeah. so they can, you know, so you can maintain that, uh, level of satisfaction and you can also be proactive with adding new, you know, value adds, looking and being creative, like how can we make this? Um, asking your caregivers even, how can we make this? Because uh, they even have ideas and thoughts that they won't share unless you ask. Like how can we make this patient's life better, or how can we make this this client's situation in that home better? You know, from your perspective, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be surprised what you hear when you when we start asking the
1: right questions. <clears throat> exactly. So, I'm yeah. going to ask for that right question. Yeah. The, um, so, you guys never did, like, outside of shadowing her, never did any type of in services on customer service or? In the beginning.
2: No, oh, I mean, because obviously it was just us.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
2: as we grew, we went to an online service. It's called the Institute of Professional Care Training, mm-hmm. where they did, like, a whole lot of online um, training where the caregivers can jump online. Oh, okay. Training. And, um, like they had to do, we had like a minimum amount. So they had to do like an hour a week of training. Um, Mm -hmm. so they'll be getting their trainings like that. And then if we felt like they need some more training or we wanted everybody to get like, say, we want everybody to be trained in dementia. We'll make sure everybody has that particular training that comes with a certification. Uh, Mm Um or you know different different things like parkinsons they had different um subjects that they can get certified on and actually get certificates through this online program and um i always found online stuff to be more um flexible so they could do yeah. it on their own time because it's believe it or not it's really hard to get all your caregivers at the office or in some centralized location if you got clients <laughs> you know exactly. what i mean that mean they would So who's going to be working when these people are doing the training? So that was all difficult for me to kind of maneuver. So I always went when I could. um, I would go for like the virtual option for the trainings and things like that. And now that the pandemic is here, it's like I'm glad that I was already flexible to, you know, or had Mm -hmm. to, you know, operate virtually for a lot of years. Um, cause we don't have a, a lot of people coming in and out of our office anyway, because everything is, you know, um, like already was like that, like, always, right. you know, because they're in the field, nobody's working at the office, but the office staff, and it's exactly. never like if the caregivers now, they definitely don't need to come past the office. Cause now I'm paying them direct deposit and stuff like that now for sure. Instead of like some people did used to come pick up their checks, but that's mm-hmm. a, we just to limit contact, we just went to a whole, you know, everybody getting direct right deposit, you know, under this current um, situation. Exactly. But we all exactly. had flexibility from the beginning. And because we were small, and that allowed us, you know, when you're small, you're flexible. Exactly. Uh, I don't know, and, make, and that flexibility is a competitive edge um, over bigger companies, because they just couldn't, it was certain things that we could do that they couldn't, you know, manage because they were Obviously, they were way bigger. We could offer cheaper prices and more flexible hours and stuff like that.
1: <clears throat> no, that's good. So that that helps, I think, with that piece, doing what you do. And then let's talk about, because um, remember, we're staying on that same track as this blind vision. And so you're building your confidence to do this business. Mm -hmm. And so you already prepared, you're getting, you did the preparation period beforehand, like getting the business specs together on the business side. And then she had her plan down of how, you know, we're going to confront this family this way. And Mm -hmm. um, so then for someone who is still saying to you, but I don't know, um, I still need to feel confident about who I am and what I'm doing. And I think one of the, I have here, pay attention to what people are saying. So I think sometimes we don't, you know, sometimes we don't see ourselves as in the same uh, view that other people see us. So other people may see us as, wow, you really are doing it, you know? And you're like, no, I'm not, you know? So that's the, that's what this section is about. So people will tell you in several ways how they value what they do. And I think that's just saying something right there. So there's different ways they can either verbally tell you, hey, you're really doing a good job. I see what you're doing. And they can, like, pick out things. Because it's mm-hmm. important thing to pick out things. Don't just say I'm doing a good job. Tell me what you see me doing so that I feel validated or confirmed or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Um, so we just gotta. Sometimes people aren't gonna tell us because some people just don't tell you. So you have to kind of pay attention to how they talk to you mm-hmm. and what they're saying about you. So that's kind of where I want you to tell me, um, for you guys, going forward with this business. What were, were did you have people telling you um, things that were affirming?
2: Our, 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 our or before before we got the first client or, uh-huh. like, I'm asking her, do you mean, like, before or
1: um, or it,
2: once it, started kind of getting into it?
1: It can be wherever the example is, because sometimes okay. it doesn't happen you know what I mean? It it happens sporadically. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So
2: what the number one indicator for me was people was paying us. <laughs> so, I knew that we were doing something right because we was getting paid every week and the clients were, you know, they were satisfied. And that was kind of like allowing me to see that, okay, this thing has legs, this thing has potential and this, and the potential was very, you know, the, the, this thing can really, can really grow. This thing can really scale. Um, and that was best based on the ability for us to, you know, generate calls, people generate leads. And to close those leads and people's closing the leads is actually meaning, you know, getting clients, that was confirming.